Welcome to the Kiwi Music Podcast, brought to you by the 13th Floor and Podcast New Zealand. I'm Marty Duda, and today I talk to Robert Scott of The Bats. The iconic Flying Nun band is just about to release their 10th studio album called Foothills. With the same lineup since the early 1980s, Bats are one of the longest-lasting bands ever. And if you check out the new album, you'll hear they still have that South Island something in their sound. So the new album is Foothills. That's the one. My understanding is it was recorded a couple of years ago in 2018. Yeah. And of course, it, uh, the world is a, a slightly different place now. <laughs> slightly? That's an understatement. <laughs> it changes from minute to minute. Uh, so yeah. It's like, what the heck? Um, so uh, how does that make you feel about, has it, do you think it has any effect on how people perceive the music on the record? Um, <clears throat> the, only, the only thing I can think of off the top of my head is that, um, in these crazy times with the, with the, the pandemic is that um, the value of arts has is, is raised in terms of its possibly it's not not its importance but its value probably right in terms of you know you consuming or you're listening to something new I think it takes on added relevance or um, it, it's got an extra something because you know think things are pretty grim out there so something like um, an album or an artwork um, has got more, has got more to it. Yes, it does indeed. And there's some, I have to say there's something reassuring about knowing that there's a new bats album out on flying Nun records in 2020. So, and I mean, let's face it, you guys do what you do. I, I, I'm just going to pick a track at random, like right in the yep. middle red car, you know, yep. and it kind of starts out with a little strum and the band falls in and it just feels like it's the easiest thing in the world. <laughs> Does it feel that well, way? That, yeah, well, that, that one especially. Some songs, um, we naturally fall into a feel and a groove and a, and a rhythm um, straight away. And that, and that was one of those ones. We just, because um, it started with a couple of chords and a, an organ, Kate come up with an organ um, sort of riff. And we... We, you know, tested the levels once and then just fell right. into it. And that was pretty much the take that we used on the album. So, yeah, the songs like that come along that are just like, just, they just come together so easily, which is a good sign. Yeah. I think the, the harder you work at something and the, and the more takes it takes you and the more overdubs you need, then it's probably not one of your best uh, tracks. Yeah. And does the band, I, I mean, you guys have been together for what, like 38 years, some ridiculous amount of yeah. time. I mean, do you all, I mean, I got to figure you're all kind of in the same headspace when you're doing this and it, there's very little discussion and. Yeah. On, on the whole, we, we're on the same page musically a lot of the time. So uh, when we're getting ready, maybe to do it, to cut a track, we, we're doing things like, right. Do we know what's happening at the end? How, how are right, we right. ending it? <laughs> and, and we, we have done a bit of, we always do a bit of work beforehand in terms of demos Um so when it comes time to record, we pretty much know what we're doing with the track and we know the arrangement. So it's more getting getting the right tempo and the right feel when, we, when we're about to do it. You know, run, run through it a couple of times, right, that sounds good, and then boom. Right. And when you were writing these songs, were you writing them with the bats in mind? Because I know you do lots of other stuff as well. Mm. So do you sit um, down and go, okay, it's time to write a new bats album? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I think when I'm working on stuff, I, I I know pretty much straight away if it's going to be a a bats one or not. Um, having said that, there are a few that um, 
from my solo stuff that has made it into the into the bats realm and and vice versa some that i think would be end up as bat songs right. for whatever reason have not made it and then i've used them in, in the solo context but right. yeah mostly i do i do know yeah so my understanding was the the album was kind of recorded in about a week's time in some little house in outside yeah. of Christchurch somewhere. Uh, maybe you can elaborate on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. It's um, well, Cam Paul have got a, a a sort of holiday holiday house in in the foothills, um, and it's near Springfield, which is an hour towards the middle of the island from Christchurch. Right. So pretty much due west. Um, and that's just at the start of the Southern Alps as they go up. And so they spend a lot of time out there. So they found this house that was available about two minutes drive from their little holiday house. So we, you know, we went and checked it out, went, yep, this will work. And it was, it's just a, a basic house. Like the room we recorded in is just the living room, basically. And there wasn't much in there, just some couches and a fireplace. And um, we scoped it out and then, worked out when we could do it and took all the gear out so we recorded it ourselves so Paul did a lot of really good engineering work in terms of setting up the sounds and um, we tracked uh, the drums and my guitar pretty much live and used those on the recordings and some of some of Kay's guitar parts and some of Paul's bass parts made it on and then the other other parts just got added later. Mm -hmm. So you have a, a video for another door, was that filmed kind of near where the record was made? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we um, had someone with a drone, and they took a lot of footage, obviously of the area, um, and a bit of us mucking around in the, um, in the in the area out there, mucking around with the tractor and uh, sort of the lifestyle block thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> videos are funny. You've got to come up with something. I mean, you see all these flash ones on TV, but. Um, yeah, they kind of leave me pretty cold, you know, ones that they spend a lot of money on and yep. they, they stuck to it. don't do it for me. Right, right, I, right. I prefer, yeah, I prefer to see the band walking down to the shop to get some milk and then... You know, <laughs> there you go. Muck, mucking around on the... Have, um, war, which is a little bit different. Uh, yeah, that is, yeah, yeah. That's um, a friend of ours was doing a, a short film project and he he basically made that, or come up with that idea and made that uh, video and sort of transpired that we decided that would work with the song somehow, even though it's not really related. But um, it seems sometimes you can you can choose or find a video that isn't really linked. But once you see it with the song a couple of times, your brain yep. makes these connections, then suddenly it is a working video with the song. Yes. <laughs> and he plays, his name is Connor, right? And he's like, yeah. he produced it, directed it, edited it, acts in it twice. Or is too yeah, yeah. And then re <laughs> replicates himself. Very cool. Um, and another song that there's a video for is Gone to Ground, which I think, is there an Ebo in that as well? Yeah, um, I, yeah there is Ebo. Yeah, I think um, Kale Paul did a, an overdub later with, with the Ebo just right. to give it... Um, some extra spooky effect, um, yeah. and the Evo, Evo is always good for that. Yeah. So, so, so when yeah. you do that, like you've laid down the basic tracks all together, and then you kind of come back and tart it up a bit. Yeah. As you would. Do you? Is there much discussion between the band about that, or does just somebody yeah. kind of have go? Let's throw some Evo in that. Yeah, pretty pretty much the latter. Um, we we did talk about the overdubs quite a bit, <clears throat> so um, we uh, discussed 
I guess what each what we felt each song needed, and um, wrote it down on a piece of parchment with a, a lead scratcher, and right. uh, <laughs> um, and the, and then sort of revisited those ideas. So uh, a lot of those overdubs were Kay and Paul. I I did all my guitar parts at the time, in the last day of the recording, along with my vocals. So because um, I'm five hours south. So I got my parts done and um, yeah, with, with those overdubs, it was a case of um, trying them and then forwarding the, the recordings for the rest of the band to check and, and, and touch base on them and go, yeah, that's, that's cool. That's in the right direction or yeah, that doesn't work. Try something else. So through, through those um, systems, I guess we arrive at a final, final version and we, we were happy with everything. Right, right, right. And of course, I mean, since you guys have been the same four people working together for a thousand and one years, it's got to be like second nature. I mean, do you even have to talk to each other? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, we, we discuss things like that quite a, quite a bit. Um, and depending on the song, you know, people will have strong opinions about it, what it needs. And then other songs, they almost finish themselves. And it's like, right. oh, that just needs to one more guitar part and it's done. So it varies song to song. Right, right, right. And so uh, the album is out on the 13th, which is a few days away. Uh, yeah. We're kind of free and clear to do what we want these days. So what are you going to do? <laughs> um, well, we, we're playing with the Phoenix Foundation in Christchurch on the 12th, the night before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got um, a show in February and then we'll probably do Auckland, Wellington, Dunedin sometime uh, in the new year as well. So we, we hadn't really planned ahead in terms of touring because of the um, uh, COVID-19. So it, it was it was kind of up in the air, so we didn't want to commit to any dates. So now that things have freed up, we can we can start booking some dates. Right. And it's got to be put a, affect you in somehow that you can't go overseas and do your thing. Uh, is that kind of frustrating? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, we because we probably would have gone overseas with with the album. So um, uh, Australia may open up later, but I, we'll only go if it's totally safe. We don't want to take any risks at our advanced age. Yes, <laughs> advanced age. Yeah. Well, I mean, that is something to th- to think about and talk about as we all are getting older here. Um, you know, mortality, and you see yeah. people kind of falling by the wayside as things go along. So. Yeah, uh, do you sure. feel like you have stuff that you got to do before it's too late? Yeah, oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I, lo- I lost my dad a year ago, and, and my sister a few months before that. Um, so that that tends to sort of sit with you for a while. And as you say, as you get older, more you know, more people, friends, are passing away around you. And you know, there's been quite a few um, uh, friends over the last year or so. But so that that does that does weigh on you or, or lives lives on your shoulder a bit so i think with with what i do i i just like um i know to get to get all those those songs out that i've that i've been writing um yeah. and just to i don't know share them with people really and 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 uh see what they make of them so these songs were obviously written at least two years ago so yeah is there yeah. another batch of them sitting around somewhere waiting to be done yeah i've, I've got enough for about another 10 albums just waiting to go <laughs> i love it <laughs> <laughs> i think we're just going to be wallowing in new music for like the next five years after this COVID I, thing i think i think so yeah yeah 
no, um, yeah, we, we're going to um, probably start the next one um, sometime next year, I'd say, because um, there seems to be long gaps between them, and it seems like we haven't been very busy, but we feel we've been quite right. busy, and for, for various reasons, this album took a while to come out, so we recorded it a while ago, and then it took a, quite a while to do the mixing and the overdubs, and then it um, lost a slot in the production schedule and things like that so yeah for all lots of different reasons it's taken a while to come out but um and so those songs kind of feel um not old but you know that they were done quite a while ago so right it's like mm, that, right that lot's done get get on to the next one <laughs> <laughs> and and do you i mean you've been a part of the new zealand music scene since the early 80s uh and it's changed quite a bit i would imagine i got here in the mid 90s so um mm. Do you pay attention to what's going on with new artists and with the way um, things work as far as who gets paid by what and how the things are distributed and all that? Yes and no. I I don't spend too much time um, watching what others do. I, I keep an ear and an eye out um, for for new acts that um, are coming through and, and sort of check them out. But um, and the, the industry is very Auckland centred as well. So there seems to be like whenever it's the music awards or anything like that, it's very much Auckland centred. Right. So in some ways we feel a bit on the outer, not that we're um, worried about that or, or feel slight or anything or, or tempted to move away. But um, it does seem like there's, you know, um, a different area of, of, I guess that's more the more commercial stuff, I guess is occupying its own niche. And, um, yeah, I don't really feel part of that as such, yeah. and I think we're we're more associated with just trying to put out put out good stuff and um, play when we can, right. and sort of connect with the people that like stuff. I mean, ideally, I'd I'd love one of the new songs to be a, a hit on the radio, but um, it also you know, it also what seems that means anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's a hit on the radio, or what you know, an extra hundred. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, the radio is great. It's my favourite thing. <laughs> I hear stuff on national radio overnight that I've never heard before, and yep. half remember it in my sleep, and actually check it out <laughs> the next day. And it's actually, you know, it's really good. It can be really good stuff. Definitely. So, you know, there's so much stuff out there that you don't necessarily track down, but it just takes someone else to play it, and you're listening to it. Yeah. Because I mean, if you go on online and look for music, there's so much around, you just get bogged down in it as well. So. I just tend to um, react or listen to what sort of comes up in front of me by right. whatever yeah, yeah. means. Because there's so much out there. Now, you mentioned, you know, that there's a lot more stuff going on just in Auckland. I had a guy up here yesterday, Stretch, who's from Hawke's Bay, and he kind of was yeah. expressing the same thing, you know, that yeah. uh, there's and, – and I remember – uh, kind of a buddy of mine, Dave Yetten from JPS Experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had a discussion with him about the location and coming from the south, Southern Island and how important that was to his music that he made. Do you feel yeah. that that is in, integral into what ends up yeah. sounding like the bats? Yeah, I, I think so. I think you, you're um, the landscape around you and where you live um, helps define what you do. Um, I couldn't put my fin finger exactly on it, but um, a sense of probably a sense of space um, right. and, and time and calmness and also that, you know, the weather can be quite, quite powerful as well. So it's one of those um, undefinable or indefinable 
things that uh, it's hard to put your finger on, but um, yes. it, it's definitely it's definitely real. Yeah. Well, I think people are ready for a sense of calmness after everything, that, especially after the election. And uh, stuff after, in the States. after the orange orange man's gone. Yes. He'll be. He'll have to get dragged kicking and screaming, won't he? Yeah, I think. Well, I, yeah, I, I have my own thoughts about that. Yes, but exactly. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, thank you very much for sharing uh, some time with me about this record. Can't wait for it to come out. Is it coming out on vinyl as well? I'm sure it is. Right. Uh, yep. Yep. We've uh, we got some uh, vinyl done. We've got some coloured vinyl that's all sold out, and then we've got normal old black vinyl. So. We tend to sell quite a bit to our fans on, on vinyl. A lot of those people are yeah. vinyl junkies. All right. Well, have a good day. Thank you very much. Thanks again, Marty. Great to you. talk to you. Bye-bye. Okay, cheers. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Kiwi Music Podcast, proudly presented by the 13th Floor and Podcast New Zealand. If you haven't already, be sure not to miss an episode by subscribing free with Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app.